Welcome to the Honey Bunches podcast, where we like to discuss spirituality, self-development, current events, and so much more. Our goal here is to create content that impacts people and inspires others to live a more authentic life. Hey, Honey Bunches! We're your host, Jasmine. And Luna. And today, we're going to talk about Luna's story. Are you excited, Luna? Um, no. (laughs) I'm like nervous, excited. Sometimes I feel like I'm not gonna know what to say just because like some things are like secretive and I'm like afraid if like someone from my family is gonna be like, what did you just say? (laughs) If they were to ever find out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's putting yourself out there and people, it's just, you know, giving room for people to, you know, put their own opinions in there. Yeah, you know your story is relevant and your story is valuable, and I'm excited to, for people to hear. Your story. So, this past week it was in bulk. Mm-hmm. And you didn't about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so huh? like, you can take away with the in bulk stuff. Yeah, so in bulk. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the midpoint between um fall oh sorry winter and spring and so we are halfway through it's a pagan holiday and it's just celebrating you know halfway through the winter which is good because I hate winter especially here in Ohio it's not fun we had like 11 inches in two days so I'm over it (laughs) yeah yeah I felt that Mm -hmm. and yesterday was really nice though at least for me was it for you Oh yeah, it was like in the 40s. It's sad that I think the 40s is good, but like the snow was melting. I took some snow from our plants and it was a great time, it was a great time. Yeah. So Luna, oh, also, um, we are on now on YouTube, so you can actually see our faces. (laughs) But yeah, and, but before we get started with Luna's story, we are going to share with, a B fact of the day, Luna. Take it of away. Of course. Of course. So let me just get my notes. <laughs> um, so there is over 20,000 species of bees around the world, and there's about 4,000 in the US. And then only eight of those species are honeybees that can make honey. I have Italian bees. <laughs> you have Italian bees? <laughs> yes. Dude, oh my God. It's giving, like, giving. <laughs> <laughs> that's so childish of me but like uh I love that dude I freaking love honey uh, right it's so good yeah I'm excited for your bees I want to get you that. oh that's so cute is that is that a candle yeah it's a bee wax candle oh that's so cute oh my god yeah. I love that Oh my gosh. I want to give you like some flowers so you can have some like good flowers for pollination. Oh my God. That would be a great gift. <laughs> you know, you just give it to me on my birthday because that's like when it's blooming, you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Dude, I freaking, I will be going on your birthday. <laughs> okay. I know I'm sorry I'll be out of town I just realized I was like freak her birthday's May 16th and yeah. I went back home to midnight you know that's actually like perfectly okay because I'm still in the college semester until the end of May no way oh. yes way we've had this because question. I started late <sighs> the tea <laughs> I literally can't okay so 
Doğru. Ve ben de... Yeah, so we're going to talk about Valentine's Day because Valentine's Day just passed. Mm -hmm. So um, I hope that everyone like enjoy their day, like and even like taking time for yourself and like self love too. Also, if you have a partner, hope everything was good. Juicy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. We love Valentine's yeah. Day. I will be and also, like, if you um, celebrate Valentine's Day, you know, <laughs> I'll be taking an exit. <laughs> so, Y'all have fun with your boo. I will be fighting for your lives so I can be an ICU nurse. And this is like, it's not the main point of this episode, but like, it does have a lot to do with my story because love was kind of like, uh complicated <laughs> when I was in evangelical Christian girl church or whatever and also purity culture oh my gosh we can talk about that too I mean I know Valentine's Day doesn't have much to do with purity culture but sex is still included so <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that as well and it does combine with my story yeah yeah beauty culture is extremely harmful because it can it just stigmatizes sex in a way so when you have any form of trauma you can't talk about it because it's just in, you're uncomfortable talking about it in general which sex is such a big part of our lives and so it's sad that it makes you like it just doesn't you don't want to talk about it you don't want to think about it and you suppress your feelings and it doesn't go away your desires your human desires don't go away so I would love to talk purity culture a lot more another time but it it can it can mess you up oh yeah you good okay well, like you know was invisible and disappeared <laughs> Yeah, it's really late. Okay, uh, so are we ready to talk about my story? Yeah, I am ready to hear your story again, girl. Okay. I'm here. Grab your popcorn, grab your um dried bananas, your dehydrated bananas. Your if anyone's sleeping. <laughs> okay. All right. Breathe. <laughs> so I mean I've grown up in the church like literally my mom has a picture of her pregnant at my grandpa's church what do they call that instead of like pastor's daughter it's like pastor grandkid I, that doesn't make any sense grandkid pastor I, I've never known because I'm technically one like a <laughs> pastor's granddaughter <laughs> Yeah. Um, I didn't, if there's a name for it, I was misinformed. Yeah, I've heard of the name before, but I, I totally, like, <laughs> went right past me. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, and I grew up in an Assembly of God church. So, if you don't know what that is, it's basically people who are very, like, spirit-filled, and they're also like kind of Baptist in a way. <laughs> they won't say that, but they are. So it's like mixed 
Baptists mixed Pentecostal, mainly Pentecostal, because it is like very spirit-filled. Um, but I just learned about this recently, is that the Assembly of God Church is mainly based off of Armenian theology, and which makes sense because like it's um, kind of a dense Catholic Catholicism? Catholicism. Catholicism? <laughs> Catholicism? Yeah, so it's like the opposite. And um, I wish I knew more about it, but I do want to get a book about Armenian theology because that seems pretty interesting. It's like, am I Armenian? <laughs> like, how long has the Assembly of God Church has been going? So, or if it was just like something that they took from, which is probably it oh <laughs> uh, yeah so um hmm. I don't really know where to go from there I guess like once I was questioning or had the brain capacity <laughs> to think like oh this might not be real or um, how do I know that this is the God that we are supposed to praise over and blah, 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 was when I was like 13, 14. And that's like, was a really long time <laughs> of my life. Uh, my parents are very conservative and <sighs> bigots and <laughs> in a way that they're not accepting of other people and like what they do with their life. Um, they think that like everyone needs Jesus and they think that if those people are doing the opposite of Jesus doing, then they're going to hell for it. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I was taught at a very young age that sex is wrong, homosexuality is wrong, um, abortions are wrong, and also small things like drinking's wrong, drugs, some drugs are bad and some, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, and I regret saying this, but like, I believe that for a long period of time that all of those things were wrong and it affected um, my whole entire life basically like with my friends and high school, middle school, um, the things that I have said to other people and that I regret saying <sighs> was like terrible. Um, I don't really know what else to say besides that my mindset at the time was, is not the mindset I have now. And yeah, if anyone watching this and they're one of those people that I said some crap to about like homosexuality or abortions, I definitely talked about abortions a lot, like my junior year <laughs> of high school. <laughs> um, I just wanna say right now that I'm like really sorry if I have affected you in any way, because it was, it was not right to think that way, but it was like what I was brought up from. And 
yeah, now I can't like relate to my parents at all. And now I'm like running away from Christianity, if anything. Um, and I don't want to say that like all Christians are bad. I have to say that. I feel like I have to say that because majority of what I've been talking about has been really bad <laughs> towards Christians, but there are like progressive Christians out there and there are Christians who are gay and there are Christians who believe in abortions. They're like, who have their own beliefs and like the way that they go out with life. So I just want to point that out there because if you are a Christian, but like you understand, I guess, of where we are coming from, then I respect you. Um, I'm just like mainly my anger is towards people who are not open-minded, I guess, and are, uh, I guess, uptight. <laughs> and um, people who are evangelical because evangelical people, you know, they believe everything in the Old Testament to the New Testament, no questions asked, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no questions asked so yeah um man I don't really know where to go from there uh but it affected like my love life um I always saw like in the back of my head uh that I always needed a godly man <laughs> in my life or um I was gonna burn in hell if I didn't have a godly man and uh, a lot of this also has to do with like Hispanic culture as well is that like the man is like what brings everything to the household and uh, yada 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 and also like you have to really respect your parents and like want everything that they want um, so that's really hard too because the uh, Latino culture is like you want <laughs> you want them to uh, be proud of you in a way, or you want them to accept you even though like mostly they're not going to because of the strict culture that's behind it. And if you haven't watched Love Victor on Hulu, watch it, man. <laughs> it is so good. It is um, about a gay boy that is in high school and he like transferred to a different high school. Um, he like always knew that he was gay in a way, but he wanted to make his parents proud of him. So he ended up like dating this really nice girl and he like really likes her, but just not in that way. And unfortunately, like he did like, break her heart and all but <laughs> his heart is for men and uh, to date men so once he like started dating a boy uh he's like having a hard time uh coming out to his parents like because it's just not acceptable in like hispanic culture or religious culture um so i really um related to him in a way and yeah he did oh I'm not gonna spill too much tea <laughs> but yeah he did end up um you know doing his thing 
and his parents are a little bit more laid back than mine, but you got the gist of it if you start watching it. I don't want I don't want to spill too much. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so what really like made me question? And Jasmine, you can speak up if you want. <laughs> I wanted to ask, like, yo, Luna, like, what made you turn? Like, what was, yeah. like, I mean, you know. Yeah, the main thing I went, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not to get into any details, um, but I end up moving out from my parents' house. And at first, like, literally the second that I got there, I was like, Jesus is everything, like, went to church, blah, 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 and I think it's because, like, I had a roommate who was also very much um, involved with the church, uh, so I was doing what she was doing, because I had no friends in Toledo, nowhere to go, I didn't have a job, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I basically, like, was following her footsteps, and I also met this guy, I was calling Billy, and <laughs> yeah and he was he's like a very nice person but I unfortunately only thought of him like oh my parents would accept him because he's Christian you know and be like oh and if I was with him then maybe he could help me lead a more Christian life if I was with him don't do that ladies <laughs> don't do that that's uh, yes, he was very nice and sweet and all, but it's just like, it's not what I wanted. Um, I was like really two-faced, I guess. Like I was acting like really nice and all Jesus-y and stuff. And then I'll go back home and be like, blah, 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 blah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it wasn't fair. And um, my roommate at the time, she was very strict on like rules and stuff. Like more strict than my parents were actually which was really weird and strange <laughs> and um she I guess made me not made me leave the church but she was definitely a factor um just because of the way that she was asking I don't know if I want to talk about her really <laughs> but she was uh, a character I should say and uh COVID happened so that's like right when I stopped going to church, basically, like everything shut down. I didn't really want to do online church stuff. So I just stopped going, but I didn't, in my brain, I didn't leave Christianity. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, so I just like didn't go to church for a few months. And then um the Black Lives Matter movement hit which like I was very a part of and I like went to protest and all this stuff and uh, just to like hear what ooh, I, <laughs> just to hear like what the what the church was saying and what my parents and like people that were in the church were saying about it like it affected me strongly and I I <laughs> like I just couldn't like deal with that like I just didn't understand what oh I'm getting emotional <laughs> I, I didn't understand like 
why they're acting that way and why they think that Christians have this like um, superior thing above like the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, a lot of Christians are very Republican. Um, so when I realized that it wasn't about spirituality anymore, it was more about like, oh, this is what I want and like all about me, 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 me. And you have to do this for God, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, it just affected me to a point where like, I don't wanna be a part of a religion that is based off of um, political aspects, I guess. Political views, like I just didn't wanna be a part of a religion that was like that way. Uh, so that's when I really stopped um, believing in the Christian Bible, I guess. I still believe in a God or gods. I don't really know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, yeah, that was the main point was when I realized it was political. Um, yeah, I knew that like the Roman Catholic and everything that was political too, but it didn't affect me as much as it did when I realized like, oh, it's still happening, I guess, politically. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's definitely so deeply rooted in our government and our life that we don't even see it. Mm -hmm. Seeing you cry was not easy. Was I'm sorry. Cat. I know I like, I don't think I ever cried in front of you. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen you cry. <laughs> that is oh, my heart, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was them, like the main point. And then Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I've met you. Um, and yeah, you're the one who really brought me into, brought me back into spirituality but like let me take control of it yes i appreciate it yeah <laughs> like i'm not gonna have someone tell me how i should do this this and this now when i used to be like that mm -hmm. so, yeah that's luna that's luna's story y'all yeah i don't even know how long that's been going on but <laughs> That's I don't amazing. know. I mean, we started the podcast at like three, three twenty-five, but you probably had like a fifteen-minute thing. <laughs> okay, that was emotional. Like you almost had me crying, and you know how to cry. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm sure there's like more, but yeah, we can like probably do more separate sections. Like I have more about like the purity culture and I have stories about that <laughs> mm -hmm. um let me check my notes and see if I like miss anything real quick I basically said everything <laughs> yeah but I mean making the decision to leave is hard it is really hard it is so hard because you're questioning your whole entire life. Like, like I said, I've been a Christian 
since I was born until I was like 1920. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't even know if I believe if hell or heaven is real anymore, at least like not how Christians believe it, <laughs> how they believe it's like fire and, and light. <laughs> I have, I have a lot of thoughts like about that one. Right? Like a destination. And like my parents put so much fear in me about like destinations. And, um, oh, I could talk about this one. I mean, I don't know if it, was, <laughs> it might be quick. I can just do a little quick Spill summary. Spill some tea. Spill some tea. What you got? Quick summary. Um, so when I was talking about, uh, and this is like really personal. So <laughs> if y'all are listening, just like keep it to yourself, please. <laughs> um, uh, so when my parents were telling me about like homosexuality and how the, they literally told me that these people will burn in hell because they are gay. <laughs> and I remember... I had a friend um, and her mom is gay and I literally like went on the bus and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know <laughs> that your mom's going to hell because she's gay. I literally said that to her and I was crying when I said that because like I cared for her and I was like, oh, she shouldn't be gay because like if she's gay she's gonna go to hell and oh uh, man and I made her cry Oof. and because like she didn't like I don't think that she grew up in the church she might have I don't know um but she was like how do you know this like how do you know that they're going to hell and it affects me so much and I was like only nine years old I was about to say I was like how old are you it's giving me very much <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah, and um yeah she's like well how do you know that and I was like because God told me even though my parents told me and it was just bad so anyways <laughs> as I got older and started like doing things that I want to do that are considered sinful um like <laughs> you know y'all know y'all know y'all know like doing things that are considered sinful and I personally never felt guilt I never felt guilt for doing those things ever even though my parents were telling me that this is wrong so I would literally go home and start praying to God to help me be guilty. I would say, God, give me the wisdom to understand why, <laughs> why this is wrong and why is this bad? Um, because I just don't feel guilt over it. And then as that kept continuing, I still never felt guilty. I ended up being very suicidal because of that, mm. because I was like, if I don't have any guilt in my heart about me doing this A, B, C, and D, then I might as well just go to hell now, because if I'm not guilty, that means that my sins are not washed away, because you have to be guilty and repent 
-hmm. and for your yourself to go to heaven so I was like if I'm genuinely not feeling guilty I might as well just end it right now and I have been suicidal since I was 13 all the way up till 19 basically (laughs) and then it's like on and off from there um not as crazy as much as it was when I was younger but those thoughts still come up but it's not like I guess concerning in a way um it's like once in a blue moon <laughs> I, I don't know if it's something that you can like fully heal from so I'm personally okay with that um so yeah that's my little splurge about guilt and all this crap yeah that's very heavy and it goes to show how deeply conditioning can affect your whole life and the way that you think and the way that you see yourself to the point that you were convinced that you needed punishment simply because you feel guilty for having a natural human desire where no one lives a life without this desire it's ridiculous that we're raised that our human flesh is against god like that does some serious like messed up things to us Mm -hmm. and like to the like I left it will be two years this year since I left and I'm still fighting every day to remember that what I was taught isn't true and like I don't right. believe in hell or heaven yet the fear is still there mm-hmm. it's it doesn't make any sense because I was so conditioned to and like the guilt is still there like I've always felt guilty and um, that hasn't gone away and it still affects me today. You know, it's super hard and I'm proud of you for sharing that little bit. Very proud Thank of you. you. <laughs> your story matters and you know, your story matters regardless if people agree with it or not. And the people that try to stop you from speaking out are afraid. That's, it's just simply fear and you can't really argue against that. It's just fear. Yeah. Um, and if they want to come through your DMs, you can let them know. Talk to Jasmine. Just send them my way. Send, me, send them my way. I have some words. I have some words. Because I am, dude, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm going to put on my little granny shawl. My young, my young, wait, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. And like everyone's story is so different. So I do understand why people stay in Christianity because like some people don't have that experience like as what me and you had with Christianity. So I do understand like why some people decide to stay. I mean, some are just like, it just goes right through their head because it definitely went through my head when people were trying to question me. Like, I just didn't care. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah. like we were Christians before and we also did see good in it at a point and there was some good but it's like when you see unravel when you unravel um to the microscope yeah then we're like "Eh, yeah yeah I mean that's just the part of human life is to you know grow and learn and I feel like in some ways, Christianity kind of teaches against that. Like, you don't want to question, you don't want to grow from what, like, they want to grow, but not like, 
grow from your beliefs and unfortunately it's hard to get any like it's hard to grow and be a better person when you are refusing to question your beliefs like we all have to and there's nothing wrong with questioning your beliefs because in some way that could make your beliefs stronger but where am I going with this I don't remember but you said what you said. <laughs> said. And what I said was true. My leg is about to split. My red is trying to explain. All at the wrong time. Oh my gosh. I can't. You were like, <laughs> I don't, I don't glue this. Like I can't. I don't have to turn. my forehead. I'm you see my wig cap. <laughs> I, I may give y'all a little peeky boo every once in a while. <laughs> it reminds me of that like Doja Cat picture. Which is like, <laughs> you see her wig all the way back here? No, but I want to see it. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, they be doing her dirty with her lace front. <laughs> yeah, you got way too much money. <laughs> way too much money. And I can't talk because my white lace front looks like that. But I don't got Doja Cat money. But she do. Yeah, I love her. She's like, Luna, I, I have to give you some props. I'm proud of you for the growth you've had. I'm proud of the Luna you are today. And we shame ourselves for our past. Yeah. You've grown so much. And the strength is to say your story, knowing that there are people out there that could, you know, come at you for speaking truth. And you still mm -hmm. want to share your truth? That takes some strength right there. And I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Little shut. <laughs> my DMs because I, I got stuff to say. Please. <laughs> my user yeah. is gentle underscore radiance underscore. Don't let the gentle fool you. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And <laughs> like, y'all, this is really a lot for me to do, honestly, just because, like, not only is my grandpa a pastor, but so is my sister, basically. I mean, she's a pastor's wife, but she's still um, part of it, you know, so. Yeah, it's like, this is close proximity to you. <laughs> this is still, like, yeah. very much a part of your daily life. This isn't just past, like, you. Yeah, like, I, uh, the only reason why I would still go to church now is because of, oh, it's, um, your brother-in-law's and your grandpa's uh, pastor appreciation week or like oh it's Christmas it's Easter you have to see them and support them so you might catch me at a church one day <laughs> you might you might see me there and be like why is she here it's mm -hmm. because I'm supporting um the fam mm -hmm. but they would never support me that's the tea <laughs> Yes, you might catch me at the at the church. My mom sings at the in the choir. I told her I said, "Yo, I feel bad. I don't support you, so I will support you and hear you sing." And I, my dad wants me to bring him to church because he refused to go to church without me because I introduced him to this church. And I told my homies, "I'm like, y'all see me there. Don't get excited." I will be coming in there with crystal. <laughs> Um, like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like, I like the music. I'm not gonna lie, I like the music. You might see yeah, me a lot sometimes, but like, don't, don't get excited. I promise you, 
I've done way too much research to be switching back and forth. Oh, <laughs> <that's> fucking God. <laughs> Luna, I'm just so proud of you. Oh, I'm so glad we're friends. I am too. I am, I am too. Not to point that we stay like, the, like the, the universe has been blessing me with divine friendships that are just not by accident. Same. I am so grateful for my friends, y'all. Oh my God. Like literally no trauma, no nothing. It's just, it's just pure friendship. Your friends Everyone deserves pure friendship. <sighs> Healthy ones, the ones that is uplift you. We should talk about friendships. We should talk about friendships. That'd be a good topic. Yes, that will be. The ones that uplift you and bring you, bring you up. Um, my friends, like, we just have hard conversations. We call each other out on each other's shit. And then we're like, let's go out to the bar and have fun. And I love that. And we uplift each other. My friends and I, other than you, you're my, my only friend that we have a lot in common. But my other friends, we don't have like, it's it's like total opposites. Like total yeah. opposites. And yet they're the most supportive and the most loving people of my life. And I love them so much. I will take a bullet for y'all. I won't wipe away your tears with my bare hands, but I will take a bullet for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm done talking. I would die for you, but I won't wipe away your tears. Yeah. No tears, but bullet. Bullet, maybe. <laughs> for you? Of course. <laughs> but tears get me out of there i'd be like sweetie. oh my god i love you guys a lot um do we have anything to talk about um any current events any scandals i think we're good um until next time <laughs> bye Hey, honey bunches. We're your hosts, Jasmine. And Luna. And we're back. The girlies oh are back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute because we are busy bitches. Busy bitches, busy bees. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Yes, motherfucking ma'am. like talking like, okay, because like, I'm kind of whispering. Yeah, because we are in a library right now because we we yeah it just it, we have to have a little secure place our, yeah, really, yeah um parents <laughs> yeah our parents we still live at home yeah. and we just can't we can't be recording we just we have some shit to say that we just can't be saying at home so we record at the library yeah so uh for now we're probably only gonna be uploading like every three to four weeks every month probably until the semester's over yeah i'm i'm not even gonna promise anything because we don't okay. uh, we genuinely have no idea how we this is no gonna, idea because we live 45 minutes away from each other and it's it's hard life mm -hmm. is hard. life is busy and places don't want places don't want to be open for us like yeah. be open till nine 
I don't know. They don't understand the hard work that we have to go through. Oh, well. Okay, so to start this podcast, we're going to give you guys a bee fact of the day. Luna, take it away. Okay. So the average worker bee makes about one twelfth of a teaspoon of honey in their lifetime. Speaking of their lifetime, honestly, it's only like four weeks. (laughs) Yeah. And like, that's sad. So the queen lays eggs every single day, like thousands of eggs. Mm. She (laughs) puts in that work. Puts in that work, and she does. Okay, more facts. Um, the queen does when she goes out and like you know has babies with the drones. She'll like have uh, intercourse with like five other drones the same day. Take their um, what can I call it? Swimmies. That's <laughs> part. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how I can say in this podcast. Yeah. I've cussed Canceled. a lot already. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> you talking? I was like, the swimmies. Oh, God. Um, and she holds it in her until death does her part. How long does she last? Does she only last she for? She lasts for like, the f- uh, like maybe up to two years. I see why the she's the queen. <laughs> she, she's the queen. She God. is that queen. Um, so, yeah. Majority of the time, worker bees only last till four weeks, and they're dead. Or in the winter, when they're like, uh, can't really do anything in Michigan, they can survive up to like four months. Whoa! Yeah, look at it. Bees are fucking Capricorns, and I will argue that too. <laughs> they're Capricorns. I mean, the fact that they work their whole lives, they work their whole lives. I was gonna say that could be me, but I'm literally a Capricorn. But you know, anyways. <laughs> Okay. Do you say that like you don't really relate to your son? Yeah, I really don't. I mean, the only parts of me that relates to my son is um, feeling like I have to prove myself, and that's like a part of Capricorns that no one likes to talk about. They just talk about how Capricorns like to work and they're boring. But a lot of Capricorns, we have a lot of self-deprecation. Like we bring ourselves down, and we feel like we have to work to prove ourselves. That's the only part of Capricorn that I relate with. Dang, <laughs> I know. <laughs> You ask and you shall, you shall find. So, we just want to catch you guys up about our lives just because it's been a hot second since we've recorded. Luna, tell me about your life. What has been up with Luna? Oh, okay. Well, um, well, <laughs> I did mention in the last podcast that, like, I started a new job, um, but I haven't, like, really explained, like, how I got that job. So, I don't know if we want to start that now or if we want to start with a affirmations first and then the manifestations or we can yeah if you want to talk about manifestation right now go right ahead i mean they kind of are intertwined with each other they are very intertwined besties Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i can explain the science behind it (laughs) oh sick yeah um but with me right now um just getting my bees ready uh ordered them coming in april yes and the the setup ready um this march i have to paint my hive you want to help me paint yes <laughs> thank you for asking you're all wrong yeah like i was about to call you brie god hi brie if you're listening <laughs> um luna is having her own little beehive like what a baddie like oh my God, <laughs> what a freaking baddie like i i don't think i could ever i don't think anyone else could ever brag that they have a friend who's a freaking beekeeper but i can and it comes in handy because i am fucking winnie the pooh <laughs> i love honey and well god just looks out for me i know so honestly yeah she is just she just loves me so much oh my gosh. 
Okay. Okay, so basically to this uh, episode, we wanted to talk about manifestation and affirmations and how it has impacted our lives mm-hmm. and how it has shifted. Yes, and ma'am. affirmations are a huge part of my manifestation practice just because I'm a lazy manifestator, manifest, manifester, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Um, because... I mean, like, I know a lot of people that practice witchcraft, they, they have this whole ritual and practice. And, like, as a college student, I don't have the time. <laughs> we don't have the time. I don't have the time. And so affirmations has truly not only helped my manifestation practice, but also has helped my um, my self-esteem and just, like, my outlook on life. And um, I think it kind of intertwines with um, cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy, which is replacing, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? I know. Does, I know. Like, <laughs> it really, you replace your negative thoughts with a positive thought, and mm-hmm. it trains your subconscious to um, to start thinking that way. And so, and that's just basically what manifestation is, is utilizing your subconscious, because that is what kind of attracts your reality and so you repeat affirmations over and over again until your subconscious starts believing it, and then you attract that reality. Yes. Yeah. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. Um, I know someone who, like, does not believe in that at all. Believe in what? Like... Just manifestation in general? Yeah. But, like, they like the idea of it, but they think it can't happen to them. Specifically just them. Okay. And... <laughs> No, like, it's kind of sad. Like, they're very, like, depressed. Like, oh. like they're like, uh, what's an example? Um, I can't get up and work out because mm. my body is wanting to work out, but I just can't. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he or her were to tell themselves, like, I'm working out today, they're like, why would I tell myself that? Because mm-hmm. their brain is already, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. But yeah. They're just very sad. <laughs> yeah. I think that, like, affirmations, when you first start doing it, it feels off. It feels wrong. But at the same time, you have to realize that, like, you do affirmations every day regardless. You say, I am blank. I am sad. I am mad. I am... Yeah. And I, like, when you put that into your life, yeah. it's there. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like... I mean, think about it. When you wake up in the day and you say, oh, today's going to be a bad day... And then that day ends up being bad. You spoke it out into the existence mm-hmm. that that day is going to be a bad day. And so you attract that reality. Now, this can get really tricky because I, I've i been thinking about, like, how like how true is it? Because I know that, like, I have ancestors that were slaves. It's not like they attracted that reality, mm-hmm. you know. And so you have to take some of that into consideration. But I do still believe that there is a power of affirmations and manifestation just because I've seen it in my own life of when I started believing that I was capable of doing something, I achieved it. Like, for instance, like, I manifested passing my nursing class the first time last semester, but I still failed. But deep in my subconscious, I knew that I was going to fail. Literally, even my first semester, I was like, for some reason, deep inside me, I felt like I was going to fail my third semester. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. trusting your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, even though I was trying to manifest passing the class, like, my subconscious was like, no, you're failing this class. And so I couldn't really beat my subconscious and what my subconscious already. You can eat your pretzels, honey bunch. It's just wild. I didn't realize how loud it was. It's like, I know. ASMR. <laughs> No, but so like, I don't know. I think that affirmations is a great step if you want to start practicing um, witchy shit or just in general, just like manifesting or just trying to 
make a shift in your life trying to if you feel stagnant start repeating a simple affirmation a day and see how slowly your life starts to change um i like i like this little quote that i forgot where i heard it from but it says replace a habit with a habit like if you want to make a new habit add it onto a habit that you've already have so i listen to music like crazy i can't go a day without music so uh, instead of listening to music, I would listen to affirmations and that would motivate me more to do my affirmations. And that alone has immensely impacted my self-esteem because I do like self-esteem affirmations yeah. and um, just telling myself that I'm beautiful every day and you start to believe it. And and I honestly have um, seen an improvement in my self-esteem and um, just like my outlook on even other people and the beauty of other people and embracing uniqueness and not just judging beauty based off of the standards of society right yeah that's good yeah sick so luna do you want to talk about how you use manifestation to like get get your new job yes so um i've been in like jobs searching uh or have been had been (laughs) job searching for like two months uh, applied to like 15 different places and majority of them were like dental because that's what I'm going into mm-hmm. um, and even though I wanted those jobs but just like you said I knew in my subconscious that I was not gonna get this job even though that I tried so hard because <laughs> <laughs> like got the certification everything went to school for it and got my resumes mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything not cover letters, you name it, like, I've tried. But I knew in my heart, like, this, I, I'm i still struggling if this is for me, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. if dental's for me, um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then I was still job searching, so I just started to apply for, like, anything out there. Like, dog sitting, and then... Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't want to work for, like, food places anymore because I've been working for food places, restaurants, since I was, like, 16. And I was, like, over it. Like, I hate being around food, at least, like, in the kitchen. Like, it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it burns you out. It, oh, it's a hard, it's hard work. It's it hard. really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I noticed that the conservatory... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was hiring and um the only reason why I wanted to apply was because of my beekeeping career like I really want to strive in my beekeeping career because that's my passion that's what I love doing so I'm like okay I need to learn about plants uh for my bees and where my bees are at right now or where they're going to be at they are not in a place where it is plant friendly like there's not that many plants out there besides the woods and like it's okay like they'll get sap Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like there you go but they need more than that so i'm learning about plants so that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. um so yeah i applied to there and i had a realization that like if i did this job I knew that, like, my beekeeping career was gonna boom. It was gonna bounce. Yep. <laughs> and, hunty, uh, I was correct. So, I applied for the job, and then I started seeking, basically, and um, I did do, uh, like, 
basically a job spell, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know what else to call it, a work spell, whatever, for that job. And the reason why I did a spell was because I was manifesting to have that job in my life. Because mm-hmm. um, I felt in my heart that this was going to help me grow with my BTP. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'm putting a spell on you. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't have all the details <laughs> with me, but like, basically, like spell word, like you do what your heart is telling, what your heart is desiring you to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read a book. You don't have to hear from someone else like, oh, you need this. Oh, you need this mm-hmm. crystal for sure. <laughs> you need um, this incense. You need this candle. Um, no, it's just like whatever your intention is and like mm-hmm. what you're feeling that's gonna work like a charm yo damn oh. show oh you were 100 percent right yeah spot on okay i thought you were gonna say something else. oh no <laughs> <laughs> uh so with that i when i was like manifesting like i really want this job in my life like i do have this job i am working at the conservatory i am um, am gonna grow my beekeeping career like i am saying i am i will i want i have (laughs) yes you know and i started like i knew it was real once i started like bawling my eyes out like i was like kind of meditating Mm -hmm. in a way like i was just sitting at my altar and i was bawling because like Mm -hmm. i felt so real that this is where i was supposed to be Mm -hmm. it felt 100%. 100%. And then I was literally the first person to get hired. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's 52 applications and only like three, mm, yeah, about three people got in. And I was the Dude. first person to get hired. Period. Yeah. And I was like, this literally was meant to be. Yeah. And it's low-key witchy in there too. <laughs> so freaking witchy and I love that. <laughs> yeah. And what you said is spot on. Like, you felt it. And that's, like, the key part of affirmations and just manifestation Mm -hmm. is feeling as if you already have it. And, like, I was telling that to my friend yesterday because, like, school is really hard and it's beating us up. And I was like, look, listen, girl, we just got to stop complaining. We got to pick ourselves up and be like, we are getting our degree. We are going to be nurses. We got to feel it as if it's already happened. It's already done. And that is the secret of... Um, that's funny because there's a book called The Secret that talks about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, oh. Um, but yeah, that is the key ingredient of affirmations and manifestation is feeling as if you already have it. You can have all the crystals, you can have all the candles exactly. and all the little fancy witchy crap, but it's like at the end of the day, like it's yourself. Mm-hmm. It is you are the secret ingredient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. yes so i think some of the key um if you're interested in starting affirmations some of the key parts like i said is not only feeling it but being consistent um and also action putting action towards this like the latest thing i manifested was a 90 or above in a nursing exam i have not gotten a 90 in a nursing exam in over a year and i was like i i need a 90 to make myself feel more comfortable in this class and so i was like okay not only do i have to manifest this i have to put in the work and i had to work harder than i usually have and study differently than what i usually did and Mm -hmm. i achieved that goal and i girl let me tell y'all something i was i had such a low grade before that and i did not think it was 
possible. Like I have not, I did not see the evidence from my past exams that I could possibly get a 90 in any nursing exam, especially in this class that I'm in. But I was like, no, I'm going to believe that I can because I am capable of doing it. And so let me tell y'all, I did it. Nice. Okay, Chita. Yes. And um, also when you are doing your affirmations, be very specific. Because let me tell you, I have seen people make mistakes where they would manifest um, something and they weren't specific enough. And the universe doesn't understand. Like they, they just go by just what you say and they don't have, they don't feel what you feel. It doesn't you really like it's hard to explain but you really gotta be specific like for instance like if you're manifesting work let's just i want work for um like good pay if you just say work they're going to give you any job you gotta be specific Mm -hmm. you want to work you want a job that will make you happy you want a job that makes you like want to work and you want to really be specific of what you want because you will attract what you want but it may not look like the way you want it like if you're attracting a relationship you gotta be specific what you want because um you could attract you can attract anybody and you don't want just anybody yeah that's true <laughs> yeah and also um what what else okay so you have to tr- you have to feel it you have to um put in action um i mean i don't know if this is a, one of the key words you're fine <laughs> <laughs> i think that's very important to be like you do have to take action towards it mm-hmm. like you you're gonna have to put in the work you can't just say like oh i'm i lost 100 pounds mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't can't keep telling yourself you lost 100 pounds and then not do anything mm-hmm. to lose 100 Ooh. pounds but you gotta be careful about manifesting weight because there's some people i know that manifested sorry, sorry no 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 i know some people that manifested like losing weight and they lost weight by getting sick so it's like uh, they got what they wanted, but not in the way got. that they wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, when there's when it comes to like beauty magic, I always steer away from my physical weight because I don't. I, I'm in perfect health. I ain't trying to fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but oh yeah, another key ingredient that I was thinking of is letting go. Once you manifest what you want, you gotta just let it go and believe that it's done, and just let the universe do its work. Because I know from my own experience and from seeing other people that practice this, when you hold on to it and you like, no, I need it this specific way, the universe is not going give to give it to you. Because sometimes the universe will give you what you deserve and what you, they, what you actually need and not what you want. And if you are like, no, I need it this specific way, you're not going to get it. Like you're, cause you're, that's telling the universe that you're not ready because you're constantly just holding on to this specific idea if that makes sense mm-hmm. so you got to be patient and let it go because i promise you it will come in whatever you're manifesting will come in the way in like the way that it needs to come i promise y'all it will happen <laughs> because i'm trying to think of an example of i know like my friend was manifesting a job to work in like a certain unit and they wanted to be a nurse only in this unit because they thought that this is the only unit they can work in. Mm-hmm. And then they end up not liking that unit and then they switched over to a different unit. And I don't want to be too specific because if I know if I give any more details, they'd be like, Jasmine, why are you talking about me in your podcast? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think that when you guys are doing your affirmations and manifesting, like, really be patient. And another form of manifestation that I like to use um, is prayer. <laughs> and yes. Yes. It works. Like, it works. works like a charm. It works. And, like, 
for me and Luna, like from our past episodes, you guys know we got religious trauma. Yeah, we got we got religious. <laughs> and when we were Christian, we we were those spirit filled girls that was all about the prayer. Yeah. And so I was very hesitant to start praying again because I'm like, who do I pray to? Blah mm-hmm. blah. And like I, it was it felt weird. But let me tell you, it's um, almost. I mean, it's not the same, but like the feeling. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a, and like the thing is, prayer is has been around for thousands of years, way before most religions that we know about. Mm-hmm. It is cross cultural. It is people that don't believe in any gods still pray as like a spiritual practice, and it is a form of meditation. It's a form of release, and it's such a beautiful practice. And I've incorporated it back in my life, and oh Lord have mercy, my <laughs> life has just been so good. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, prayers there. It is dead. Ugh. I don't want that to sound like <laughs> Christian y. I think that sounded Christian y when I said it like that. I was like, yeah. prayer's dead. Prayer's dead. <laughs> but it is. It is. It just depends on like what you, what how you define prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is your own. And like your even affirmations, prayer, whatever, whatever act of manifestation you use, it is yours. You don't have to label it in any sort of way. It is your practice and you don't have to use the th- same things that we have used. We're just simply t- teaching guys the things that we've learned based off of our experiences and the things that I've learned from um, things I've been taught. Yes, ma'am. From books and research and um, other practice practitioners. Mm-hmm. I just think that... Even if you guys don't use active manifestation and affirmations, your life is still affected by it. So just the idea of putting it into practice and utilizing it is is using a gift that you already have yeah. or you already used. And that's simply what like witchcraft is. It's simply taking advantage of the things that you already do and consciously putting that into action mm-hmm. if that makes sense it does make sense at least for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is witchcraft is such an broad term yeah it's like really hard to define it in one way because like the way that i practice could be different from someone in like in freaking columbia and how they exactly. practice and, and um i remember saying in my last podcast like not all christians are the same there are progressive christians out there just like with witchcraft not all witches are the same. There's some very good witches or some not so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, they're all out there. It's just like, it's all on you, really, like, mm-hmm. and who you put yourself with. And you don't even have to be a witch or, or a religious person to practice affirmations. Because like I said, you do yeah. it already. Everyone does it. <laughs> Everyone does it. Um, and it just... I think that it is just a beautiful tool that we all have to take care, like take advantage of, and it will feel uncomfortable at first. Like I remember doing my affirmations and looking in the mirror and telling myself like the things I didn't believe, and it felt so foreign and uncomfortable. But after a while, it's now it's just more natural that I do it without even thinking about it. Like I would just walk to my car and be like, "Today is a great day. Like I am having an amazing day." Like, and I remember one time I was at the park and I was like. I attract amazing people and people that bring beauty into my life. And I remember, like, five minutes later, this old man looked at me. He's like, today is an amazing day. I hope you are blessed. And I was like, whoa! I was, like, in tears. Aww. And then, like, this other lady walked up to me and let me, t- like, pet her um, three golden retrievers. Wow. And they just started just, like, hanging so out cute. with me. And she's like, I can tell that they really like you and that you have a good soul. And I was like, oh! It's like, you're using words. It's going to make me cry. Y'all, y'all need to start going to the park. Because the people at the park just hints different. They really are. Oh my gosh, they're so friendly. Yes. People at parks are so... Oh, wait, that sounds bad. 
<laughs> what people at Perks? Yeah, because like, um, I'm sorry. This is kind of off topic, but now I'm thinking like people at parks, and then when I watch movies, like there's always like a van at a park trying to steal kids. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. I just had to bring that. <laughs> no, it is kind of sketchy because I remember this one lady looked at me. She's like, "Do you always go here alone?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then she's like, "Do you feel safe here?" I said, "Yeah." But then when I thought about that when I was done talking to her, I was like, "Honestly, though, like me going to this park by myself deep in the woods is kind of dangerous." <laughs> but I know the park better than anyone. It's like my own backyard, so that's it's like true. I wish someone would. No, actually, I take that back. I'm not gonna affirm that because that's an affirmation. I was about to worship. Nope, never mind. Oh, never mind. Wait. I was about to be like, I wish someone would, but I would oh. not. Yeah, no, no, no. No. no, no, at no. least you catched it. I caught it. See, and that's the thing. We do it all the time. We wish things into our lives and we speak into existence. And y'all, our voice is so powerful. And like, I mean, think about it. The things that you say to someone, it's going to stick with them forever. But if you punch someone in the face, it's going to hurt them for a while. But after a while, they're good. <laughs> but when you say something, that shit sticks. Yeah, that's fast. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Just to go back to the conservatory real fast, um, so once I got the job and like once I realized that what? (laughs) (laughs) Once I once I realized that like this is the job for me, um, and how it was and how with my beekeeping career and how I really truly felt that. (laughs) Listen, guys. So um, hopefully in July. If you're in Southeast Michigan or Northwest Ohio, mm-hmm. I am selling my honey there. Oh yes, my God. Girl. Yes, it's happening. I'm selling my honey there, my jewelry. Like, yeah, it's happening. Once I get that honey, I'm having my whole section. There. I am so proud of you. It hurts. <laughs> Like, I'm so hyped. I was like, y'all, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to be manifesting more honey. (laughs) Can I be your salesperson? Oh, my God, absolutely. I hate sales, but I would be that person at the farmer's market. Be like, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you come here and try some of this honey. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that would be so funny. Um, So, yeah, that's happening. And then I did also, I'm also allowed to, I don't know when it's going to happen, but he did say, my boss, um, that I can teach uh, a lesson about bees Stop. at the plant labs with, and then like also teach people about um, f- different flowers and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay. you are that bitch. You are that bitch. I'm so proud. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. So I, yeah, uh, that manifestation was part of the. The strongest manifestation I've ever had mm-hmm. so far. Yeah, and it's like it really was divine planning because, like I said, like the universe is going to get you what you need because all your other opportunities didn't fall through in this opportunity. Even though it seemed like your chances were slim, you still got it. It was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. So, um, if you guys have any other questions or any other topics that you guys would like us to talk about, we are more than glad to talk about it. Yep. Um. um Follow us on Instagram at Honey Bunches Podcast. That's usually where we get our questions from or like comments, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Give, and if you're on Spotify, give us a little rating um, so we can reach out to more people like us or just people that need to hear our stories. Yes, ma'am. Until next time. Bye.